Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. Introduce yourself, Queen. Hi, I am Gina Kirschenheider, and I am on the cast of Real Housewives of Orange And I actually was in a cast, not a cast, but like a, um, we did a pilot for the Real Housewives of Nashville. And so we like... And you were in, on that pilot? Yeah. Wait, was, was Aldine's wife No, Brittany. Oh, okay. She's had so many reality shows come her way. Okay. I mean, she could do the whole thing if she wanted. Because she's I like... I believe in that. She would be I saw great. her at the CMTs and it was like a lot of feathers and it was like a onesie. And I was like, you would be a great housewife. She's yes. a total star. Yeah. I mean, she holds it too. She, I'm like... Uh, yeah. And she's out there and she's... And like, I, I've talked about this before, but she's not afraid to say things. I admire that. Even if you don't agree with someone, the fact that someone can be so convicted in what they say and just say it, you know, for the whole world to jump she's in there and to have opinions and to not care about people's opinions. I really care about people's opinions. That's yeah. my problem. It really knocks me down when people don't like me. Oh, does it? Oh, I've been working on it my whole how life. How do you... Then how do you... You can't... Then this is a tough industry to be in. Yes. That's why my heart has been broken so many times. Oh, you can't let that... that I'm still here, girl, 20 years later. Well, I'm... I'm you're a survivor. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I don't... That stuff doesn't bother me. Oh, it, it kills me. me when people are wrong and do the wrong thing to someone intentionally and have like mm -hmm. bad vibes and bad motives and want to take advantage of people yeah and then i always feel so bad for like the innocent ones that get taken down that don't know yeah like, i mean just, that's a struggle it's like the watching, misuse uh, of power really uh, gets to like me animal planet you know yeah. you see that gazelle just get it you know yeah. i know that's rough to watch but also you watch it mm -hmm. you know it's a tough it's tough how are you so thick-skinned I don't know. I think 
I honestly don't think I'm like thick skinned where it's like I'm tough and because I'm really not. You have to be to be on that show. I think I just have a good, I always say this, but I think I do have a good foundation and a good base. And I I had a really good upbringing Mm. and my parents are like kind of like my North star, I feel like. And if you have that and you have like a good, you have good parents and a good foundation, I feel like my self-confidence has always been okay. And so you felt love as a child. I felt so much love. Like I look back on my childhood and I, it makes me smile. It makes me happy. And I, you know, my parents are still a force in my life. What do you so. love about your parents? What did they do? Cause like us, there's a lot of parents that listen to this and moms like, and I, I want to know like what makes for a grown adult say, I love my parents. I love my childhood. What did they do? Um, my parents really love me. Like nurtured you. Yeah. Like and they cuddled. And tell me I, it's like, actually now I'm like, ew, ugh. Like how much can you love? You love me too much. Like they love you, you know? so, love much. so much. Are you their only yeah. child? No, I haven't. I have a brother. Also. Is he as loved as you? Yes, he is. <laughs> we are both very loved. Yes, but um, yeah, I think that they just always really. If that's the one thing, and I don't know if it's just simply saying it or whatever, but they're so supportive. They're always there for me. I know my parents are always in my corner. You know, it's like you want to have that connection relationship with your parents where when something goes wrong, you go towards them. You don't hide it from them because you're right. afraid or like, oh my God, they're going to be mad at me. And even they in like my you. worst moments, my father has been able to make me feel better. Even when I oh. make bad decisions, you know, and I've made some poor decisions. My father, instead of getting down on me, he reminds me who I am and he builds me up. And it, and, and, and it helps me get through things. And they, really, they've helped me get through a, a, a lot of some of the more unpleasant stuff that I've had to go through in life. And um, I think that I try as a parent to kind of model some of that behavior. Just love your children. And when yeah. something goes wrong, actually, I follow a lot of like parenting things on Instagram, like, you know, yeah. like how to be a responsive, good parent without like reacting. But like, it's just very hard. It's very hard. <laughs> But um, they say that, and I've been trying to do this, and I feel this is good, is like when they do a mistake, instead of shaming and like isolating, go into them and do what your dad's doing and be like, okay, I love you. I'm here for you. Let's talk about why this happened. Instead of like breaking their spirit even more. Yeah. I t- Yes. I, I, I really feel like the confidence is such a huge part of a, every person, honestly, mm-hmm. every, per, every human. And that affects you and that kind of dictates a lot of how you navigate through life. And I really try my best not to break that or diminish that in my children. I really try my best to build that up because I want them to have that strong, confident foundation. Not ego, you know, not like to I think I'm the best. Understanding that you're going to make mistakes. I tell this to my children all the time too. Like everybody fucks up. Can I curse? Yeah. Okay. Everybody fucks up. But um, they really, do. it's about who you are as a person is more about how you rebound from mistakes, in my opinion, than the mistakes that you make. Because everybody makes mistakes. Right. But how you, you, everybody falls down, how you pick yourself up, that's what defines who you are. And I think that's so great to, like, to learn to not go into more shame. You know, because you already are in enough shame because you did the mistake. So then not to have someone put more shame on you because then it's deeper and you don't feel like you have a lifeline to help pull you out. But learning that you can mess up 
and then taking ownership for up. it yeah. and handling it, you know, and handling it and owning it, you know? Yeah. Taking ownership is like accountability. I think that's all really a big deal. Acknowledging that you're not perfect, being okay with being imperfect and knowing that mistakes are an opportunity for personal growth. Right. I think that's like a very, that makes us, that's what makes us all human and I think that's like a really good part of being like a human is mm-hmm. that we we all fuck up, but we all have an opportunity to make it better and you do grow from it and be and we're always growing and evolving. And like as long as you're growing and evolving, you're doing okay. You know, even if you're even if you are having a bad stint or a bad, you know, and sometimes our stints are longer than others or our moments are longer than others, but it doesn't have to stay that way. And you can pick yourself back up and you can get to new incredible. And now you take these lessons and this information and this perspective with you on your journey. And that's like a gift, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You said that and you're saying this again, everybody hits that spot, you know, and some people have more than one spot and you have spots throughout your whole journey, but like you're going to spotty. Your life is spotty. (laughs) (laughs) It's freaking spotty. So you are going to have a moment where it's really hard and I feel like I'm coming out of mine right now and you have just come out like not you're a few years out yeah I mean you kind of hit a hard spot yeah on tv on national television divorce and domestic violence and sobriety all on tv it's a lot that's a lot it was a lot but Shane said something in y'all's podcast orange country orange country which is so good with Shane McAnally (laughs) everyone in Nashville knows Shane McAnally he's freaking king of nashville amazing and just so talented <laughs> he just, really is he's incredibly talented he's one of humble. the he's one of the most talented people in nashville that is the truth there are a lot really of talented not. people in nashville but like he is like on a level that very few people are on he just also is able to wear so many different hats yes and 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 manage it all so well and and he's an, he's a really great parent too also yes. be very present for his children yes you know like when you're a mom but you're also working it takes and, a lot yeah and that bandwidth he's a parent and yeah and he's he gonna, works a lot and he really gives a hundred percent in all these different areas he has a it's big bandwidth impressive. he does I've noticed that I've really started to identify people by their bandwidth. Yeah. I don't have a big bandwidth. I don't think I do either. I don't. I yeah. don't have a big bandwidth because I, but before I had my daughter, I could do a lot. Of, I did have a big bandwidth. Mm-hmm. I could do. Okay. I do have a big bandwidth, but I don't want to put that bandwidth on anything other than my daughter and something else that absolutely lights me up to the core. So Mm -hmm. Shane has all these things that he absolutely loves. Yeah. And he can manage them because they all really matter. Yeah. I don't really have that many things that matter to me. It's like my family, this podcast and like my (laughs) husband's career and like having a good life. (laughs) Me too. And healing. (laughs) I can't, I can't. Yeah. I can only have so many, you know, they put, say put your eggs in a lot of baskets. I'm, and now I am, I am, I mean, I recognize and identify that that's smart and I, and I'm trying to do that, but I have to be really selective about how many baskets I can actually realistically have out there. Cause also you want to give a hundred percent. Some people, like you said, it's the bandwidth, right? He can give a hundred percent. He loves it so all. Many different things. And I don't know, maybe it's like, I am very caffeinated and I still can't have that many baskets, you know, yeah. but he can just, he can handle it and churn it out. So, and he's good at all of them. That's the thing that's amazing. Yeah. I think that's why he's in a league of his own. This maybe, is going to go to his head. Hey, I Shane, swear. this is for Shane. you. All right. Don't let, don't get too, don't let that head get too big though. He probably already knows yeah. though, but just to let it be heard out loud, you know, just to give Shane a yes. moment, but not a lot. Of, this is why he's one of the greats because people can be great at things, but not a lot of people can be great at a lot of things. 
You know, mm-hmm. something is going to not be as great as all the other ones. But Shane is great at all of them. You know what I like about him too, and all, and really in all honesty, is he's, and these are, there's a, this is a rare breed of person, but I love this person. He, I don't believe he quite really understands truly how incredible and talented he is. Yes. Yes. That is rare. Most people yes. who are talented are like, I'm the best person in the room, you know? And he, he, he doesn't even really yeah. understand the level of, of impressiveness that he brings to everything, which is well, cool. you know, it's unique. I think too, though, he had to struggle it out for a lot of years, like what, 18 yeah. years. Those yeah. years affect you. I mean, like seriously, like my husband and I have been through and we're not on, obviously we don't have the same life as Shane, but we've been in this industry for 20 years now. And it's like, when you have the highs and the, but you also have the low, 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 low lows in this industry, it's like in the music industry, I don't know, your spirit can get so broken, but then it can get so um, amazing too. But like you always know the other one's there or something. Well, I think that it's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of though, like if you have to always look at it, right? Like it's what makes you appreciate what you have when you hit the lows right so with it sucks to have them nobody likes them and but everybody has them everybody has them you might as well not fight it you might as be like fuck here i am in it what i need to do to heal this get out of this and become a better version because of it identify it it. be 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 brave enough to look at it which is scary Mm -hmm. and you that's why i was saying to you before we started this that give you a lot of credit for being able to like look at that looking in the mirror is hard oh yeah and being like, maybe I am the problem. That's <laughs> like Taylor Swift. Song. Yes. It's me. Like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> and it's, it, it is a really hard thing to do. And then to not only look at that, but to decide, okay, I'm looking at that. I've identified that, but I'm not going to stay that. And I'm not going to be, and I'm going to find a way I'm in it now, but I'm going to find a way out of this. Like so commendable. And and a lot of people spend their whole life never willing to look at it. Because they hit the pain. And as soon as they hit the pain, they're like, oh, shit. I cannot deal with this. Right. This hurts too much. I've got to completely try to turn my back to it and ignore it. Right. But that, it just builds a huge wall. And right. it just grows and grows and grows. Where really, if you just walk through it, Bob DiPirio, who's another incredible songwriter in this town, I interviewed him one time. And he said, fear is 100 feet wide and 100 feet tall, but it's paper thin paper thin Mm -hmm. like once you walk through it you realize you're gonna be able to get through it you know i love is uh also the uh kind of gives a nod to this walker hayes fear is a choice it is there's a choice and we we actually tell that to our kids now it's like part of our fear is a choice like you know that is great i love that simple and so so true so true right it's like it's (sighs) things are scary but you can choose how you approach it and handle it and walk through it and you know, be brave, man. They lost uh, their seventh baby at childbirth. I mean, how it's horrifying, horrifying, but they have absolutely gone into their faith instead. I mean, I'm sure they've really? had terrible days, yeah. you know, obviously, but that is just a choice is a choice. Am I going to, you know, go into this pain, feel this pain and then rejoice for the blessings and whatever good things are in my life? Or yeah. am I going to live in the darkness yeah. of it? It is a choice. It's a hard choice. Mm-hmm. How did you, you have navigated your divorce and, yeah, it was like domestic violence stuff, right? Yeah. But y'all, but now y'all are friends. You're like best friends with his wife, and I'm like, I know. Talk about coming I, out on the other and side. I, I love her. I love Brit. I really do. She's y'all my best like, friend. Y'all made yeah. like a Cheeto outfit thing where y'all are walking in so a ridiculous. matching fire Cheeto, and I'm like, that's your 
ex-husband's wife? It is, yeah. That's well, a- our daughters are on soccer together and their team is the Flaming Hot Cheetos. And, and I just love a good theme, you know? So yeah. we do. And she helps me a lot. Like she helps me. She's really good at social media and and she's so kind to my kids. She loves my kids. Like I was just with her for her birthday party over the weekend. Like she's just a really good, kind person. And I just love that for my kids like yes. what a what a privilege that my kids get to have two households with step parents that they love and love them back like it's just more love for them it's more hands on deck it's more we're like it is weird but we really are a big blended family and also like you know it's it's helpful because as much as like my ex is a good father, he's always been a good father. I was gonna say though, because since y'all had that issue or whatever, mm-hmm. were you worried for like that it would continue on, or was it just like you guys were just like y'all hit y'all? You explosive? know what? I obviously went through a lot with my ex. I'm not, you know, I don't endorse and or condone any of the behaviors that obviously he went through, but neither does he, you know. And I, I believe like what we all we just talked about, right? Everybody hits it navigate through it how are you going to come out of it and you know what i have to say first of all obviously an affair is never a good look so like that was all bad but like we weren't meant to be together we're not together anymore why hold on to that that domestic situation i truly believe like that's not who he is yes okay that's what i was that's not who he is i know who he is i've grown up with him that is not who he is. That was a I was moment not in time. In that circumstance, that was, you know, yeah, a, yeah, a moment, his worst moment. Yeah, ever and we all have life. them. And he did. And and I don't believe that that should define him or that does define him. And also, him. those moments sometimes are so intense for the person experiencing them. Though that's all they ever need to know to never know. Like that's I'm never doing that again. That was his rock bottom, I mm-hmm. believe. And since then, and he lost a lot because of it. He had a lot of consequences. He paid the price and he doesn't blame me and he accepted it. He accepted responsibility for it and he's worked on himself and he's grown from it and he's become a better person. And I think that that is a really powerful message to my children. Yes. To our children. Yes. And I, Absolutely. I just always say this, look, that was bad, right? That was really bad. Not denying it. But their mom stood up for herself. I did, you know, it was scary for me to have to go through with all the legal stuff, but it was important to me for my children to see that I know this is not right. And their father took responsibility for it. So, so you honestly, know what? what more can you do in yeah. life? People are going to fuck up. Right. It's going to be bad sometimes, but if you can't let someone have the chance to redeem themselves and the chance to rebuild and the chance to become the person they want to be, if you're just going to hold them accountable for their terrible thing right. for the rest of your life, I mean, that sucks. Right. And like, you know? if they don't want to change, right. Then I'm not saying them. like everybody should give everybody's, if they don't change, then by no means do you, you know, continue to support that person or co-parent healthy with that right. or any of that. But if the person does change and make themselves better, why would you, why do you want to, I'm not, that's his bag. Why do you want to keep him I'm there? I'm not carrying that around with me exactly you know like I had to process through a lot because of it and I've managed to let it go I'm not holding on to that 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 in all honesty too that's that's his burden to bear not mine and I think he does bear it and I think he does it well I think his girlfriend is incredibly supportive and helpful in this family dynamic as is Travis my boyfriend is incredible and he's helped me a lot get to the honestly I give Travis and Britt is Matt's so got, a lot both of credit. Got really great we, people. We you knew really what you needed. Did. Y'all yeah. both needed that type we of needed it. nurturer. Yeah. Or something. And and yeah, and it's and it's been really great for us. And I give them as much credit as I give Matt and I. That is so mature. All work. Because it really you can't 
you can't do it without everybody on board. And these four people are completely on board. The fact that your boyfriend and his girlfriend are willing to walk into all this, you know, I like know. who I are they? Like, you sure <laughs> you want to hang out around here? You like know? this is a lot. Yeah. But and the fact it, that they yeah. weren't scared of it and, and if anything helped you know, heal it and bring it together. How amazing she came from. And I don't, you know, I don't know if, but I, I'm just going to talk about this generally, but like her parents were divorced and she came from, she dealt with some stuff growing up with her parents, not getting along and da-da. And so she is very pro co-parenting and everybody for the kids, for the kids, for, for the, the kids. kids. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm, I didn't come from divorce or nothing, but like that was just my natural instinct. Always. For the kids. For Love the kids, the, kids. the kids. And that's how it started. And then what grew out of it has become even beautiful. Yeah. Because now we really, you know, it's, it's, uh, this isn't the way it always has been. I don't want people to think like, Oh, you just go. And then it's, it was, we built it. We built it up this way, but we started out, do what you do for the kids, put the kids first always. And now we have a fam- we're a family and they have like a bigger family that loves them. A true family. Because like she yeah. genuinely loves them. Travis genuinely loves them. Yeah. He has kids. Y'all, she has kids too, right? No. Yes, she has so two. Everybody's and they're great. They're but everyone's great. kids yeah. get to be loved, and isn't right. it for the kids? Just because adults can't get along, which come right. on, what adults really can get along all the time? And some people just no. aren't meant to be together. Just because you can't get along and you're not meant to be married, why do you have to put that on the kids? Right, like let's let it go. Yeah, or yeah. yes, and just have the. I just that's amazing. Yeah. That's inspiring, and that's hopeful. I do hope that because I do think I do see. You know, I'm not blind to it. I see that my situation is more unique, especially like with but the you're show. You're coming out of some and, hard stuff, though. It doesn't yeah. have to be this unique. You could have stayed mad, and y'all could have been. In fire forever. Yeah, but that does not serve me well. Exactly. And that is you the made that choice. That I would like to carry. Yeah, this to is other a choice, people. though. It is a choice. You made the choice. Fear is a choice. Holding on to anger and resentment is a, is a choice. Letting go Moving is a choice. Moving on is a choice. Feeling, choosing to feel good is, is a, a choice. choice. Choosing to choose positivity and love and light. I mean, don't get it's me wrong. Choice. You still go down. It's you know, a hard everything. choice. Yeah, it doesn't I, mean it doesn't. I'm angry a lot. I, you know, it's hard as hell to do but it. But I just, you know, and not, not really, not with that scenario. Like, you just have to nothing work to be angry through at. it. Just in though. general, right? Yes. It's like I'm like, ah, oh, this person, like the traffic or whatever. Like I get angry. You know, I'm not like all love and light all the time. Well, who but is? You let it go. You release it. Well, you acknowledge it. You yeah. know, it's like you don't try to shove it away. It's like, okay, well, shit, I'm in a really bad mood. This really pissed me off. I really want to say this, this, and this to this person because this is how I feel. And you have to like process it. And then it's like, okay. Then say, you know what? It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. it but you have to feel well. it and go I've through it. it. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. Or else I get stuck. Yeah. You get, what did you say? A little blocked up. You get blocks and clogs. Yeah. And out that system. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. And all these people, including myself, I've been trying to heal myself forever, have, are just full of stuffs and clogs and blocks. Yeah. It's because you are holding on to all these little resentment things that build up in your body, that cause health issues, yes. that cause like all sorts of stuff. It really blocks your happiness. You think you're holding on to like anger or revenge and you're doing it, giving it to them or whatever, but you're giving it to yourself. You are. I think that that... That is just as toxic and honestly just as addictive too Mm -hmm. as like, you know, uh, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, holding on to negative, there's like a negativity addiction epidemic I I think really in this country specifically and people just can't let it fucking go. Well, people don't realize that they were all on a frequency and when you hang out in that frequency of resentment and anger and negativity, you're, that's what you're getting. Everything coming in in. your life is going to look like that because you're, it's like a radio dial. You know, you turn the station. If you're in the anger, like resentment frequency, you will get that back to Right, because that's where you're living your life. So no one realizes that. I think the world's waking up to this, but like, you United States, but I think no one realizes when you are in that angry place, you, that's your life it will be that. Yeah. Whatever you are in, in your mind, that is what your life will be. And it's been so hard for me to try to like change my frequency because I'm an often a sad frequency, like the sadness of the world, the terrible things of the world. How can people do these awful things? Like I get lost in that. Yeah. And that keeps me in a sad lost place. It's, I mean, I can, it's hard not to get stuck though sometimes. And I think it's really normal and natural to get stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you're acknowledging it and you're always committed to unsticking yourself, which is a, it's always work. Yeah, it, it is. But that, but everything's work. What Life else are work. you going to do? Yeah, stay stuck? Yeah. You can, and hate your life. And a lot of people do. And a lot of people do. Sad. A and lot of people stay watch. stuck and hate their life. And what a waste. And what a waste because now you've lost your whole life. Yeah. And, it, and, I'm it, sorry. and, it, and it spills out onto your kids. Everything. And then it's just, and everything you touch and everyone you touch is so toxic. And I'm sorry that it happened to these people and to everyone. I'm sorry that these yeah. things happen. That's what I hate. Like, I hate that these awful things happen. But you get to have a choice, you yeah. know? And yeah. it's going to come back to you ultimately. Like, yeah. you're the only one that can make it. 
You yeah. have to choose like, am I going to live in this wallowing awful place or am I going to start figuring out steps to crawl myself out of this hole? Like, yeah, what do you want? Ultimately, what do you really want? And I feel like for people, it could be as simple as that too. Like just tell, ask yourself, what do I want? Even on a global level. Because you're a level. big manifester. I am. It's weird. <laughs> it's tell me, so is this weird. how you do it? Okay, tell us yeah, how you do it. Show us your how process. We're here. I, I honestly don't. I think it's not having a process that helps with the manifestation. Just having, uh, like you said, a high frequency, positive frequency, right? You stay in that lane. Live your life in that lane as much as you can. You're going to dip down. You're going to get a little like mm-hmm. static sometimes, but keep dialing it back to that frequency. Mm. Live on, in that lane, you know, and and just put out who you are into the world. Good, bad, kooky, you know, where and where you are now. Be okay with that. And that's what you're so brave. You were calling me brave earlier, but like you're so brave because you went on a show, a housewife show. Yeah. I mean, that's about as like scary as it can get as far as like exposing yourself. You know, yeah. you went on a housewife show and you exposed all of your stuff, like the hard stuff, the yeah, hardest stuff. I did. And you showed it. I mean, you got yeah. basically butt ass naked on TV and said, here it is, everyone. So weird. But that's what Shane said. He said, you showed people how to walk through it. And that is why yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm obsessed with y'all's podcast, but that's why it happened to you at that time, probably. It really did. And I. You're willing to show it. You You're willing to be a guide. I don't have. I don't, I didn't have anything else to hide behind with the show. I don't have the diamonds and the designer and the everything. I just have who I am. And so that was the only thing I knew how to do. And from the beginning, all that was asked of me was to be myself. And what I found is who I was before the show. I actually was a very private person. It really was who I was. I did bottle up a lot of stuff and I didn't talk about a lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm still to this day, not a person who will just be like, I'm just going to share to share. But if you ask me a question, I'll be honest and open. And that's why like for me with the show, sitting in the interview chair and like, it's my job and being asked all these questions, I found, oh, well, I'll just answer them. And I did, was willing to go on that journey and stuff. It was extremely cathartic for me. Honest all the way. But it, it ended up helping me. It really was. It's there. It was my therapy. But you probably owned your stuff too. Totally. You owned the full picture of it. All you just of it. said it how it is. It is what it is. And yeah, because it is what it is. And how many people are going through that, but they want to hide parts of it because they want it to look a certain way so they don't feel like they're a bad person. Well, it's shameful. Embarrassing but we all have and shame hard. and embarrassment. Yeah. And yeah. like you were willing to show that and still say, I'm still a good person. My husband, my ex-husband, he's still a good guy. Ultimately, y'all have gone through this and let me show you how. Like that's really because hard to I do. I feel that way and I think it's, it's if people who are afraid to show it, it's because they don't have that confidence and they do feel like inside maybe they really aren't a good person and like that makes me sad. Like, you know, like I... You have I, like tears in your I eyes. I do <laughs> because it makes me really sad to think that people can't get to a place where like they allow themselves to understand that they're a human and that life's not perfect and that you can make mistakes and you still can be a good person and, and, and share that and be open and honest about that. That's how we learn. That's the exchange. That's how we grow. And it doesn't make me a little sad to think that people hide from it and people who are like mean, usually like even like the bully thing, right? It's usually the because broken. they're broken. So broken. And, 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 and I think it, we could say it's always because they're so broken. Yeah. And I, I, I think maybe sharing and letting people see that 
you can, you know, get, get to those places where you feel a little broken and, but, but not break. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I think that was important for me to just be open and honest. And actually, you know what, when we were going through it though, I didn't really realize, honestly, I was just being open and honest. I truly didn't realize how much people would resonate with it and how much it really would impact people. I honestly didn't have a clue. You were just being real. And then, yeah. And then all that stuff kind of came later. So now it's really cool for me to be able to look back and, and say things like, Oh, you know, it's important for me to put this out there and da da da. But at the time I really wasn't thinking there. I was just was your ex out okay there. with you being honest. Cause that's hard for him to it's swallow. It's always so scary for me because that's what I care about. I don't care about Strangers opinions, bloggers your opinions, kid's whatever. Father. He, I care and I don't want anything to affect that relationship. I get and that. even like this year, you know, I had real emotions you'll see come up on the show, whatever. And I, I always get so nervous, like, oh, but I can't help it. But he, we've gotten to a place where he's been so good about it. And I think he really understands like that. I'm not hurting him. I'm not intentionally trying to hurt him. I'm just being honest about our life and Maybe our it's situation. Maybe a relief for happened. him. He doesn't have to lie to everyone either. And he can show that he's healed. Yeah. You know, maybe that feels good to not like to let it air out. Totally. And just, yeah, just let it go. And then, and also like he knows that I'm on, we're on the same team. Yeah. So I think that that's very important because it's not threatening and it's not attacking. Like we still to this kids. day, we're team kids. We yeah. have each other's back and that is the father of my children. And you know what? I, I respect him for picking himself up and doing what he had to do and being a, a, a role model, you know, and, yeah. and, and it's of how to, to get out that, of a mistake. Yeah. Cause how, I mean, he got out of a really big mistake. Yeah. That's a great role model, you yeah. know, cause I, the yeah. harder it is, the harder it is to get out of. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And he's still working hard and he's still, honestly, he still pays con, you know, the price for what happened back then. And, and the fact that he just accepts it. Yeah. I think that was really, really major is that he, got himself to a point where he truly accepted it and took responsibility. And that was a really big shift for us. That's amazing. You don't look at all like a lot of the housewives, like, like all plastic and stuff. Know, like you look, look very normal. real. Like yeah. I'm like looking at I your face and I'm like, face. I don't even think you have lip filler. And I if don't. you do, it's so minimal. I don't, I don't, I don't like filler. But how have you escaped it? I do a little Botox. Oh, I love I Botox. It. You know, everybody's got to do a little Botox. How have you escaped it? Because like, I feel like everybody, I mean, people do it in Nashville. I don't like it. I don't okay. like it. I think like you have a normal face too. I like it. I like face. a normal face. Yes. I like, like a little, beautiful. a little, a little, little bit here and there. That's okay. I don't want to look weird. That's the problem is I, I don't want to look different. They, they, they are walking around and they look kind of crazy yes. and they don't know they do. How do you not know? Because they all look the same. Is so that, that like, so everyone, it's like people have created a new way a face is supposed to look in California because everyone has mm -hmm. it. So it's like you're warped because everyone's gone so overboard. I think so. And it's, a, I think it's probably very addicting. Like people say, I don't have any tattoos, but people say you get a tattoo and then you want, so like, is there addicting? Not for me. Cause I only do things that like, I want impact. I'm a oh, very spontaneous like very... person. I'm like, I got to get a tattoo today because of this. And I need it on my body forever, okay. but it's not, I don't really have a desire to do something unless it's like to my soul. 
Well, that's also why your face looks nice <laughs> because you're not just but like, I like oh, my face. Right. Yeah. Like, I've gotten too much stuff before. Like I tried. Well, lips. it's a confidence thing, right? So it's the same thing. Yeah. You like your face. I like my face. I want I the lines of my forehead gone. Right. I, I want like a smooth my forehead. Face when I was 25, I'd like it to stay like that. Right. I want to freeze my face. Right. But I want it to still be mine. Yeah. I want to freeze it because <laughs> I like it. Right. I want to freeze it right here. It's preservation. <laughs> I'm in a preservation circuit, not a let's get a new face circuit. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. The face completely change yeah it's very intense and then i do feel like there is a lot of regret and I there's bet. also a lot of you can't you have undo to it chase it yeah well you have to because then if you're filling it up and then it goes away your skin gets saggy so you're always chasing it mm-hmm. you know it's a tough so you didn't ever feel the pressure to get in on that no well you're also from new york yeah i am from new york yeah and, like, and you me, developed your identity county like, but you were like a full-grown adult woman by the time you moved to Orange County. I was. So you're not yeah. maybe as influenced as if you start there really young and yeah, that's very true. I am very still very East Coast, but I mean people are still doing it on the East Coast. I just think that yeah, but it's very different. I don't feel the need to have to to do all that. Yeah, and, you're probably like yeah. What? <laughs> It's a little weird. And I already feel like a total sellout. Like I'll tell you, I do Orange County things. Because you're from New York? Yes. Are you from New York? I am from New York, from Long Island. Yeah, do you feel like so that now you're a housewife oh, of Orange County? Not even, not because I'm a housewife, just because like I do like when I talk to my girlfriends from home, you know, like even just like I'm like I drink oat milk. They're like, you drink fucking oat milk. You know what I mean? Like shit like that, where it's like I am. You can't help but be immersed in like the Orange County. Well, there's a lot of cool healthy things yeah. that happen there, like the food and the beverage and the eating situation. I love how accessible everything natural and homegrown and light and not like you know yeah processed. it's nice how available that is it is nice and i do i do buy into that i but i do also i'm like a garbage can inside i Me eat too. i like junk food i eat I like mexican pizzas all the time so good they're so good yeah i eat so bad all the time but i, I tell my body i bless it before i'm like bless the food to the nourishment of my body and i enjoy every single bite and i'm like yes i know this is technically a mexican pizza but i love it and is i'm it, loving every yeah. bite i'm not gonna shame myself when i'm eating it i'm gonna enjoy it i'm not gonna be like oh shit now i gotta go run three miles no i'm like no i'm enjoying this and you just put it out there and then it'll fall off the weight will just fall off yeah and you put it out there yeah that's why everyone thinks you're on, on a zimpic i know well, that was from not drinking oh yeah because you're sober yeah tell me why you hit that moment because um, we hit that moment michael and i just decided alcohol was we were just kind of eh we're done with it's it. It's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it doesn't serve me well. And I love that you say I don't identify as an alcoholic because it's I not don't. that. You just realized you hit a point that you didn't like the way I you were leaning on it. And it wasn't me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I got to the point where I felt like I was like 80% of the time, not me, 20% of the time me. And now I feel like myself again. And now I really know that that was not me. I think it was a combination of going through a lot of trauma and trying to like, um, compensate or COVID. avoid my problems, and then COVID hit, and then the show obviously you took a lot on the show. You know, it's so a lot. To it process. was a lot, and then it became too much. And I was like, now I feel like it's more in control than of of me than I am of it. But also, I didn't like that with like the housewives and like how my husband's in the entertainment industry, and so am I. It's like it's always there. You're always in a situation where you should be drinking because there's a lot of fun people. You're being yeah. filmed or you're doing a thing. And it's it like, makes the job easier. And alcohol is just there and everyone's having a cocktail and it yeah. becomes like cocktail hour all the time. All the time. And you're always mixing and mingling and doing things. Yeah. So it's not like you feel like it's you're drinking 
because you well, want to no, get it's been normalized drunk. it's being normalized yeah. to drink and everything you do right because Even like the mommy stuff it's approved you know, oh at noon you can have this and there's all the things with the giant glass of wine and it's being very normalized being very normalized which is fine if you can still maintain and be a social drinker or i'm just gonna have my glass of wine i'm a mommy i'm gonna have my glass you know but i for me it was becoming too much yes i get that and it was becoming everywhere I went, it's like your my priority was becoming I want a glass of wine or a cocktail. And I, I just didn't like that. And yeah. now since then it's like, oh no, now my priorities are my real priorities. Like my my like I just go out and have fun with my kids. I never think about it. I do think and I don't this is me. Like I'm making this up. This is based on no medical knowledge or anything at this all. This is your this concoction. is my perspective. Okay. I do believe like if you have the disease of alcoholism that like no matter how far out you are 10 years 20 years 30 Agreed. years every day is a struggle one day at a yes, time yes. and you're fighting it and i have so much respect for people who have to wake up every day and it's a choice and a challenge and they say not today satan mm-hmm. you know i have mm-hmm. so much respect for that but I don't identify with that. I think it was hard at first. It was very hard because it was a habit. And I think, you know, everybody's going through some level of like withdrawal when they are stopped doing any sort of drug or alcohol or whatever. And especially with your job, the show, like you have to go to all these things now and not drink. Yeah, like, it was how do you really do not that? easy. It was hard at first, you know, but then now it's not, it doesn't even bother me. I don't think about it. I don't care if people are drinking and it's not a struggle. So I almost feel like I don't want to identify as an alcoholic because it's I have a lot of respect for you're that. You're saying cuz like what they're going through you're not way mentally harder. going through it. I am not going through that. I get that. And I don't want to pretend like I'm going through and that. And like oh this is so easy for me look how I just did this cuz right. like not easy for me but like I made the choice and I just did it and now I'm fine. Yeah. You're like, like you know there's a different level out there. There is a different level and I do, I still respect that it was like hard like cuz I have quit. moms that like say oh how did you do it I really want to stop drinking and I know it's hard for them because it was hard for me but like if you just rip that bandaid off and you get through like a good stint of it six months a year really hits and you're like a different person yeah it is it does take a while it takes a commitment but if you're mind over matter get out of your house whatever and then you're just done yeah you know and i think that that there is a catch of people a big population of people that i think fit more into that category than mm-hmm. i need to be attending meetings and right. i really hit rock bottom in a way where i you know lost my life whatever it is or or maybe they didn't hit rock bottom but they just really it's a hard for them every day that's different and I think it's very realistic to think that there are a different types of people struggling or navigating through their right, right, right. relationships like with alcohol yeah it's, it's a, a spectrum. spectrum right like with so many things it's a spectrum totally yeah. and I land that's where I land in the spectrum yeah which yeah, yeah, is yeah. not where everybody totally lands and then there's people like Travis my boyfriend who is like they're, he's such an appropriate drinker. I'm like, <laughs> I, I like Travis is perfect. He's so great. <laughs> he's not perfect. I'll tell you that. But, but he's really good in the, the areas that matter. He's very, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And he's very logical. His and moral very, compass is yeah, strong. His moral compass is strong. Yeah. He's not swayed by his feelings or, or threatened by your past or whatever. He's like, this no. is the way it needs to be. Very logical logical this and is, practical uh-huh. and, and for the good of everyone yeah the betterment really of all he puts he feels like a betterment himself. of all he is mm-hmm. yeah and you know he's paid i feel like in his personal life he's paid the price for that quite a bit because people who are like that 
oftentimes do, but like he still wouldn't trade it because like he's a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet, look at this beautiful life y'all created. I know it's Just so from, fun. We're here in Nashville with our kids. Our why first, are you like, here? Tour. We're on vacation. Okay. Yes. With all six of your kids. Y'all call <laughs> yourself six. the Brady Bunch. We do. We do all ourselves. You the Brady are Bunch. actually the. Yeah. It's actually the Brady Bunch. I know. Three boys, three girls. It's like we're like a modern, like fucked up Brady Bunch. Do the know? kids get along? so well really literally it wouldn't work if they didn't they love each other and actually so it's my son's um 11th birthday on friday so we're going to the walker hayes concert because so that's what originally inspired this trip because we were like oh it's your birthday oh he oh walker's playing in nashville like let's head out there and And they got six kids too and right so we got along great like that that's been a good relationship for me you know what it is too when you meet people in the industry and you really can connect with them and identify with them that surprises me but it's such a happy positive surprise Mm -hmm. that you really can meet there's a lot of really good people in this industry and business as well. There, you know? Nashville has a lot of great people. Nashville is Nashville's loaded good. with great people. Nashville's good people. I mean, really, honestly, people can have their own opinions and be strong in their own ways or whatever, but people aren't... I don't feel like people are caught up in it for the rat race. I feel like people are caught up in Nashville because they truly believe in their art. Honestly, also... Just side note, because I've been here only a few times. This is my first time here with my kids. But, like, it is the concentration of talent. It's really concentrated. On one street, too. And to stick it out in Nashville, because there's not, like, reality TV here. I mean, it's starting to happen, right. but you can't get famous quick here. Like, it's not a quick... They should have a reality show, like a Broadway reality show. They try. Oh, They've, really? There have been so many attempted reality mm, shows. They just never stick. interesting. I think because it's a little too boring, you know? Because there's not a lot of real bad, awful drama that goes yeah. down here. I mean, there's stuff, but... Like people genuinely come here and stay here for 10 to 15 years because they're so committed to their talent and, and their calling. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like turmoil half the time. But I think that's oh, a hard life. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that that's why this town might be different because it takes forever to really make it. Yeah. You know, it's very respectable, especially because it's tough because I mean, I'm like, if you if you plunked any one of these people out of one of these bars and brought them to like Long Island, they're they amazing, would be a sensation. They're yes. all record label worthy. They are every one of them. It's well it's because you can't get one of those gigs on Broadway unless you're really good. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got to get to Nashville, but you got to stick it out, man. You got to yeah. stick it out. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. 
And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. So your your husband? Oh, he's been he's on his. They just had their fourth major label deal. Wow! I mean, they That's had amazing. Yeah, they had like the highest debut song for a band of all times. Like the song named Smoke. I mean, they were on a rocket ship that went straight up, and it's like just weathering it man it's just like that's why when you finally get your Chris Stapleton moment or your Shane McAnally moment when like you actually become fully realized as the talent that you are when you've been riding this fucking wave forever it's like those are the best people because they had they're wise they're Yodas they've gone through it all they yes they're at the top but it's like I have I've been on this wave and in this ocean forever yeah it's a long journey so I think that's why people are so humble so what is your so your boyfriend's name husband. is Ben. Oh, sorry. I know. I'm used to, I actually hate saying, I hate that I have to say boyfriend. So it's like, it's oh, great. It's, it's kind of, so it's cheesy. fun. I mean, oh, y'all, I don't like it. I'm like, we have six kids. It's not like my boyfriend. <laughs> um, but we're he, going together. What, what is his name? And Michael what? hobby, a thousand horses. Okay. Uh, so do I, I will apologize up front. And if you watch the podcast, you know, I'm just new to the country. But you love country. I really do. How do you and Shane know each other? And y'all's podcast, Orange Country. It's so good. Y'all were immediately like on everything. Y'all were just like in sync. Synergy from the moment we met. We met actually. So, okay. So it was, it's a weird, and this is why I like to just be open and let things happen. Also, I just want to say for someone in Nashville, for you to have a podcast with Shane McAnally, do you know how many people would die to have a podcast with him? I am well, sure knew that after the fact. But the thing is, probably so many people in Orange County would die to have a podcast with you. So it's like it's I don't a different know, I guess, yeah. But it's a different um y'all are both in such different worlds, but y'all kind of like match. But the fact that y'all ended up together having a podcast, I'm like, I how know. did that happen? Well, that's why I truly believe it was just like meant to be, right? Had time, to right be. place. Literally, okay, so Walker Hayes was coming to town to Orange County to play, literally at a venue around the block from my house. I needed tickets to the show. Couldn't get the tickets. I shamelessly DM'd him because my kids, we told them they were going and then our tickets fell out. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I got to get tickets to this show. And he responded, but little did I know it was actually the uh, response I thought was coming from Walker, but it was really coming from our mutual, now my manager as well. And, but I was just like, oh my God, Walker has yummy. And then, <laughs> and then we ended up going to the show and then I didn't even know who he was on the way there. I was like Googling him. I was like, oh my God, they have six kids. We brought our kids. We hung out Wait, with them. If you didn't we hit know who it I was, then why did you want to go to the show so bad? Because my kids oh, oh, oh. wanted to go. I thought my kids made up 
the fancy like dance. I thought they met that made mm-hmm. up that dance. Okay, do you know I interviewed him and he? I've known Walker forever. When I had my first record deal, we had our first record deal. Together. He actually said oh. that he said very nice things about you. Did you talk yeah. to me? Yeah, because we were hanging out yesterday and he oh. did. He knew immediately who you were and he, him and Lainey both had very him, nice things to say well, about you. That yes. means a lot to me because I yes. really admire and respect their family and their journey yeah, and everything great. that they are. I just love yeah. them. But he said when I interviewed him, he literally he has been through it. I mean, yeah, through totally. it in the record deal, having the labels. I mean, the six kids. I mean, all of it. That guy, that family, had been through it. The yeah. fact that he still is fighting for his career in music is amazing. That means he's so good at it. Yeah, they did that viral dance. He wrote the song Applebee, uh, fancy like that wasn't even on the album. Right. I don't think his daughter was into TikTok, and she's yeah, like, "Dad, yeah. let's make up a dance." They made up a dance put it on his TikTok. He said the next day he went to Chick-fil-A and there was a line wrapped around the Chick-fil-A to see him. He That's did not crazy. know he had even gone viral. And like he was literally famous Probably, overnight. Know, what is viral? <laughs> and like people were waiting around the Chick-fil-A to meet, like did not even know. And like it went crazy. It became the number one song in the world. Yeah, well, it really, and so it was playing in my Talk house all the time. staying true to your vision and manifesting yeah, and never totally. letting life beat you down though. Right, But because sometimes, you know, even if you are the most talented person in the world, it takes, you need a break sometimes and you need eyes on it and people to see and all he needed was a little light shine on him yeah and he got that light the way he never imagined he would never could have but and it literally reached people like me who never had you know i don't know and so i'm in here thinking my kids are sensations they made up this dance look at them go oh my god but then i I realized we go there and we met his kids and we bonded and we hit it off and it was just such a great refreshing experience that i had with because laney was there with the kids and i loved her and i loved him and they're awesome i was like why real more of this in my life yeah and just so real. we sparked a friendship and then we kept in touch and then through that I ended up being in New York shortly after that and went to it we went to his show there and then I ended up inviting you know it was um originally when I found out it was Marissa my man my now manager who had reached out back she was a Bravo fan so I was like why don't you come to watch what happens live and you know come in the dressing room and just have this experience a cool experience we hit it off so then I was under her management and then Shane owns the owns uh, smack so yeah so then smack. smack yeah so then I I ended up meeting him and then we were I was just like Y'all were just, this is why this happened. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, this is why this all happened. Because it's like, we obviously have a great friendship, other great friendships that came out of it, but it brought us together. Did y'all just start gabbing immediately? Yeah. We just never shut up. And then we're like, we just need to do a podcast. Yeah. They're like, we just just put a camera in front of you. But I'm like, how weird. You're a house of Orange County. He's a huge hit songwriter in Nashville. Like, what is the theme of this even going to be? And I'm just like, oh my God, it's just y'all loving the same stuff and talking about it talking about it yeah y'all just are on the same frequency nervous too we really are and i was nervous too because i was like are we really gonna do this what are we even gonna talk what are they combining here like what is the point of this podcast but i'm like oh the point is it's just an awesome conversation with two really interesting people but different y'all get going on it yeah i think it's important though especially in this time that we live in to showcase like it's kind of cool to showcase look people can be completely different from completely different points of view completely different places upbringings we couldn't be more different but we can sit down and respect each other and talk about it and find all even though we're so different find so many commonalities Mm -hmm. that's cool and we're both like interested in getting to know each other it's just people who are interested in people you're one of those people right very interested put someone in the chair and you're interested in that that in that person that's interesting and i think that's why you said you love this industry and i love this industry too because i love I love talking on podcasts and probably why you're going to love your podcast so much and why you have it. 
I just love hearing successful, interesting people's story because I want to know how did you weather that storm? What were your storms? How did you get through them? Let me grab some tools here that we can maybe share with some other people too. You're smart. You're a smart. You're a smart woman. No, I've been a lost soul. No, but it is. (laughs) No, but you are smart because people who understand that everybody who's in front of them, there is something of value, and there's something to be learned from that person. That's a woman who was in my life, kind of like a mentor to me taught me that when I was younger and she was brilliant. She was a doctor mm-hmm. like, and, and she was actually perfect too. Like everything was perfect, but she was so kind and so respectful and really truly valued me. At, I was, you know, working at a young age of working for her and, but she valued me mm-hmm. and she taught me that there is no better than because I'm educated or I look or whatever I'm here or money or whatever. It's just people and the person in front of you has something of value and if you're smart enough to understand that and want to extract whatever that value is out of people you take that with you and you just become a person now that has like an endless amount of knowledge and yes yeah and everyone has a unique blueprint that they're born with yeah and you're born into a life situation you're born into parents you're born into having desires you're born into circumstances some people are born into really shitty 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 circumstances from the start and that's harder to get through like i've interviewed a lot of those people resilience when when you get it really bad like bad trauma from the start that is really hard to get through but if you can get through it you become a freaking tony robbins you know 100% like i always but a lot of people can't people make so it all the way yeah but, but if you do you become tony and then you change the whole freaking world the whole world like because that's you like have, a, like a dolly right like yes. a dolly parton yes in oprah well yes her childhood was yes. horrifying but it's like well dolly said uh, shane said on y'all's podcast which i love because i am struggling with and i want to actually hear your take on this i am struggling with putting myself out there for people to have judgments about i'm really receptive to energy so i'm like if people are putting bad energy on me or if they don't like me or if i'm exposing myself and i'm like my kids are my daughter's being seen it's like what if people are putting bad negative energy on me and it sticks to me and i can't get it off like you know like that scares me like to put myself out publicly because it's so intense to have all these opinions of but it you're is. so strong you have like a shield up or I can just and it. also just don't don't look at it but you're don't that's how you it. shield yourself yeah like you don't, don't believe it you know what i believe the the i do talk about this even on our podcast and just in general like i say this a lot because i truly believe this i have very good parents which i know not everybody does you don't i don't have to have that but it's a bonus for me but you need to have good people in your life right mm-hmm. if your husband's good if your friends are good mm-hmm. if your family's good that's your shield yeah and that shield is what protects you from all the bullshit outside of that shield that does not matter it mm-hmm. simply does not matter let those people have opinions if they're negative guess what that it's still making you money. It's still you allowing you it, to have your own opinions. It's still allowing you to provide for your family. You know who you are and those, that shield knows who you are. But the thing is, you know who you are, but you also, I feel like, know what you're trying to put on the world. So that's why you can have this confidence. It's taken me forever to feel like, to understand what do I want to give to the world because I've always just been so deeply compassionate and Maybe empathic. Maybe your first your first move there then is to get out of that mantra in your head. You're not that person. But what you guys said and Shane said about Dolly, it really hit me because he's she. someone said, Dolly, why do you want to be a superstar, not just a star? She's like, because I learned how to love so big and came from so much poverty that I have that much to give. It also makes you feel really good. Like, I'll tell you what, like BravoCon last year, obviously it's amazing because like I was like oh my god I'm a rock star you know it's like paparazzi like they're screaming my name like that's so fun but really honestly what I and I I think I talk about this in my podcast too I really am addicted to is truly 
people get excited. Somebody who's having a horrible day, they see, they spot me on the street. You make them happy. You take a picture with them. You make them so happy. They go home and they're probably talking about it for the next week. Like that was but a to big hold thing for that them. happiness to know that oh. it's not an ego. It's not like oh, I'm the star. No, it's like. I it's get to make gift. you happy by just being me. It's a privilege, and that yeah. is, a pri- and that's hard for me to wrap my around, head around because I, I've always thought you're, that's ego, that's ego, that's ego. But it's actually some people are meant just to be bright it's, and to be a bright okay spot. To have ego, I know. We we we're caught in this place where we say. It's like I'm be better than best, you because be the people best, love right and see have me. like, but have like empathy and da 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 da, but not for yourself. Right. Because then you're egotistical. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to like ourselves. We're supposed to like everybody else, but we're also supposed to be perfect. Like, it's okay. You're, everybody has an ego because you're supposed to have an ego. Why but, wouldn't you like yourself? I don't, because we've, so, okay? we've been so programmed to be selfless. Like, it's, it's wrong. But people say, like, all the time, that was the most selfless person. That's terrible if you're selfless. Awful. That's really not good. You need to be If you are sacrificing yourself selfish. all the time, and I come from a deeply like my problem has been people pleasing. I always want to make sure everyone's happy that I will sacrifice myself to make sure everyone's happy. And I can like read people's energy so well that like I can feel how people feel. You know what the most powerful gift you can give those people that matter, the people in your life that matter, that you care about them being happy is you being happy. I guarantee that. But allowing myself. They want that. But allowing myself to say like what you're saying, it's okay that I'm going to shine bright and yeah. some people aren't going to shine as bright as me, but I'm meant to shine at this level because this is the way I was made. And it's okay that I can make someone happy just by living my life and being me. Like accepting yeah. that. Not It's not like I'm better than you, but I had to get over that because I don't no. want to be better than anyone. You, like you just said, like let your light shine and then shine your light on other people because that makes them, show them feel how. good. Yeah. Show people how. Be a lighthouse. Right. Be a lighthouse. Be show a lighthouse. them the way. Let and their boats come in. You got to be know? strong and you got to be bold as a lighthouse. You do. And you, you do. To, you have to be confident. You have to be okay with being the fucking lighthouse. Because like people talk shit about you. And yeah, they talk a lot. good about you. But I'm like, <laughs> that would that. crush me. I know. But you have to hold on. You know, the good outweighs the bad. And the bad oh, is But people real. get in there. And that's, like, a, that's what you that's don't a, look at. That, that's a, you don't look at it. And if I do, I laugh. It's a them problem. That's right. a them problem. That's a person who's unhappy. You don't unhappy. pick it up. No, don't you're pick going up when in you don't there want. saying, this is me. I know who I am. I'm being honest. I'm being real. I love mm-hmm. myself. You're checking your own self. So it's like whatever. And I accept that not everybody is going to like that. Not, not everybody's going to like me. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic 
treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. But you're okay with it. I'm okay with it because the people that matter to me, that's what I care about. If I upset somebody who really mattered to me, because I fuck up too, you know, if I hurt one of my friend's feelings or something, that matters to me a lot. But I also know I have the opportunity to course correct and fix that. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that I invest my energy into. Mm -hmm. Things outside of that, if it's a positive thing, I'll invest my energy because that fills up my bucket. If it's a negative thing, I am not going to let you in past my shield because that does not serve me well. And you know your boundaries. Yes, and I didn't always have good boundaries. Boundaries are crucial. So important. Especially in your line of work with all the people with opinions about Mm -hmm. your actual real life. And that's a struggle for me sometimes this year specifically, I guess, being sober too. There were a few moments on the show where people, some of my cast meets, I felt crossed the line. And even this year, I feel like I've given that too much energy and too much of my light. And I have made a disconscious decision to be like, okay, I I have to let this go mm. because now it's them, not me. It's me taking me down, right? Not that per, you know. Now their energy, their negative energy, has now gotten in you. Let it in, yeah. It's, and that's the problem when you it's, when you let all that stuff in. Now, what was their problem? You have now absorbed it. Is my it. problem. I You've took absorbed it. it, and now your energy level has gone down. Yeah, and your frequency has gone down and all because like you let it in, and it's so hard not to let that in. It, well, it's gonna come in, right? It's gonna happen. Like that's where I think you just have to get yourself to a place where there is no uh, quick fix. There is no end all be all. There is no uh, do this and now you're perfect and you're past that and it's never gonna happen again. It's life is is unpredictable and shit happens and I mean that's like the biggest t-shirt slogan of all time and it's still true it's like an iconic saying right because shit happens and you just have to kind of be okay with that yeah and 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 be present where you are and say oh okay because even I'm talking a strong game right now but clearly I let that in it gets in but even push it back out when the stuff hits you you know I think our reflex is like I had a couple I've had four miscarriages now and I had a couple of friends say like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to you. No one should ever have to have more than one miscarriage. But I'm like, why not? Why shouldn't shit happen to me? You know? And like, yes, I hate that. Just like I hate that you went Mm -hmm. through your divorce and all that. Like I hate that for everybody. But it's like, 
why would I think shit wouldn't happen to me? Right. It happens to all of us. None of us are. And, and it's not because you're a bad person or a good it's just person. Gonna it's just happen. life. Yeah. And, and, and if you accept that and you can move past that and now that becomes, that's a part of your story or it's a part of your journey, but you can choose how you, what you do with it. Right. You can choose what you do with it. I had four miscarriages. Now I'm clinically depressed and I'm never going to pick myself up exactly. and I'm going to drown in this hole. Or I had four miscarriages. That was devastating and awful. It's, I'm stronger for it. Right. I have a different perspective about life. I appreciate right. my child oh my so God, much so more. Much I'm more. Sure, right. And like, oh my God, I've like, never I even gone through that, but I can. Child. Yeah. And you are like, and it gives you that. That's that. Maybe that was even the gift that you were supposed to get out of that. You know, I'm like, like God is not doing this to punish me. Like there has no. to be. I always believe this. And like. I mean, I'm talking a big talk too because there are some things that could probably really take me down all the way to the grave. But <laughs> I believe you can get to the other side if you are willing to walk through whatever it is. And some yeah. people have a big, big fire to walk through. And don't get me wrong. Like I know some fires are so much bigger than what I've gone through and what you've gone through. You know, some people are have a yeah, lot heavy stuff. Do. But like if you can walk through it, you can get it's all to the relative. other side. Yeah. I know. And I think I b- kind of believe in that, like what your fire that you're given though, is like what you can handle. Like I you're know. given what you, you can to, handle. You kind of have to believe that. Yeah. Cause to get through it, right. Cause or else how can you get through it? You right. have to believe you can handle it. And if you do get through it, like you're coming out now, mm-hmm. like be proud of that. Right. Own that. Be proud. Be like, shit. Look what, look at the shit storm. I just survived yeah. in a dinghy. And out in the rough water, you know, and you made it. And that's why I think like I love Walker Hayes and Lainey Hayes so much. And like, I love you. And I'm like, Thank this you. is how I want to be myself. It's like, I'm not, I was stuck for a long time. Like for like, there's like a three year period where I was like in the mud and I feel like I'm coming out and I don't want to go back to that feeling. So mm-hmm. I don't want to hang on to the stuff that I'm coming away from. I don't want to keep replaying that stuff. I want to like move out of it. Well, you are, dealt yeah. with it, felt it, but like, let's go to a new place. <laughs> Cause life. Yeah. But you're going forward. And get the lessons you're and get the message, forward. but yeah. like, I'm not going to stay stuck there forever. No, you take the perspective with you and you move on yeah. and keep going. Got yeah. you. And that's why I think you're you got to so go, awesome. go, go. You're you look in the future. Oh, there's another shit storm you're going to hit, but at least it's new. And at least <laughs> you're stronger. You have more tools. Yeah. You have more tools in your tool. And you belt. know, you can yeah. bounce back. That I think is like a really important lesson, right? Once you go through it in whatever it is that first time, you learn you can get through it. You, you can, can get through it. Back. That's a huge That's moment. Huge, yeah. To know that it won't actually kill you. Mm-hmm. It will. You think it will, but it won't. But it won't. I know. Yeah. That's why I love this podcast because I just the whole point of this podcast was I was so lost, and I, I was it. like, I, I want to talk to people who haven't figured out, not figured out, but just who have kept going. It's, it's healthy to just talk about that too, yes. right? It feels good. It's very cathartic to just be like, you know what? I'm kind of fucked up right now. Are you fucked up too? Oh, you were fucked up and you're not fucked up anymore. Let's talk about that. How did you do it? It just makes you feel good to, to know that you're not the only one. You don't have to hide it. You don't yeah. have to live in shame. Right. You know, like I used to have shame for the parts of me that I thought were broken, but then doing this podcast and understand, that's why I love the entertainment industry. Talking to people who are in the entertainment industry, they're just like, you kind of have to like accept your shit because a lot of people know about it because like it's sort of exposed. So if you can get through it and become something great with it and turn it into something great and have a great life, that's so empowering to learn how you did that. 
Yeah, that's cool. That is a cool, a cool thing. It is a cool part of this whole, whole business and this whole, like being on the show and being able to own the stuff that I've done and become a better person for it. And, you know, I'm just here for like the ride, ride the wave. Like when I'm not interesting anymore, like that's okay. And it's too. not going to break your heart. Yeah. If you're not on the housewives I mean, forever. No, I think I'll be okay. I'll survive. I mean, like it's, it's never a good day to find out like you're not employed anymore, but like, <laughs> I will truly be okay because like I've already sort of accepted that you know I'm gonna put myself out there and I get it that that that's not you know the way all things can run only, their course the wave can only go for so long yeah and it's like you know when things are kind of like ready to go to a new chapter yeah yeah, yeah. I believe that too yeah I mean I don't get me wrong like I do enjoy it there's so many things about it that are fun and cool and I've got to meet like so many interesting women like for good bad or otherwise like really interesting women you know and there's so much more that goes into it than people think so I have a lot of respect for especially the women who have been on the show for a very long time and do have a lot of respect for them they've committed a lot even if some of them I don't like like as much as I like others I respect them you know what they have given to this show right and I respect that and I'm Mm -hmm. thankful for it because Mm -hmm. I am also a part of it because of that so I get that part of it but I you know I'll be here for and show up for as long as it's cool and people want me around but yeah I'm okay with wherever the journey takes me basically I love that yeah you're amazing Gina thank you Caroline you're amazing too thank you you're so fascinating I love you you're so fascinating I always leave with leave your light it's a very open-ended question what do you want people to know oh that's so open-ended it's very I guess I just want people to know because in the spirit of your podcast that they are all enough and they are all worthy and that life is hard for everyone and the most important thing I believe is when you hit it just focus on how you're going to pick yourself back up not on the shit you just hit Mm -hmm. like when you hit the shit storm you will you will be committed to how you're going to handle it not Mm. to how you fucked up and not to letting it take you down. Don't let it take you down because it doesn't have to. You have a choice. You really do have a choice. There is a choice. Go down or stay up and become even stronger. And, and eventually the storm will pass. Yeah, it always does. It always does. What do you want to look like when the sun comes back out? You know, that's important. I love that. Gina, thank you so much. Is there a new, what's the situation with the show right now? It's so fun. Um, the show is airing on Wednesday nights. Okay. And they're, the third episode is this week. Mm. So that's really fun. And it's interesting. It's about to hit God. a lot of crazy drama in the All next few episodes. All these personalities. You can handle big, 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 big old personalities. I guess. I really have no choice. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but I can. But I like you can it. get in there with them. I do. I hold my own. You know, I don't, I have, I have boundaries. Why yeah. does everyone talk about Tamara? Tamara's she's just I mean she's a force and you loved her that's why you loved the show to begin with right I do I did love her I loved I did love the show you know I was like I watched the show and and yeah of course and she was she's always been really cool to me I we've always got a big mutual respect for each other she is good for the show she gets it done she understands things she's always been supportive of me and the stuff that I'm doing um you kind of stay out of stuff big fights I try you know I try unless it's brought to me I'm not a I'm not an instigator or a meddler I'm not since I'm not very sensational I'm just what would you kinda, call your role 
on the show? I'm, I mean, this is going to, this is a little ego sounding, but I, people have told me, well, first of all, I'm, the, I'm relatable. That's my character. And I get that. And I like that. That's actually a compliment to me. And I think I'm, I, I'm more the voice of reason on the show, mm-hmm. um, which is not easy. Honestly, right. sometimes I wish I was just a hot mess, you know? <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess I went through that too. But you went through it. You went through it respectfully (laughs) and maturely. I think my job is just to... You could have blown it up. I'm authentic. I'm my authentic self. And I think that that gives me a little bit of an edge because people can see that I'm really just who I am. And that resonates with people in this world of that's supposed to be reality TV. I think the, the realness has been lost in a lot of these reality TV shows. And I think that that was something more unique about me coming on is that I'm not afraid to be who I am. And I think that resonates with people. So. And just from hearing your life story and hearing your parents, it sounds to me like your North Star is coming back to connectedness and love. Like you're not going to try to create awful things because then you're not connected and you're not feeling love. Right. I But I do have moments, you know? So right. I think that's that's been well, interesting. How could you not in the situations yeah. that you're being put in? I mean, shit. With the people that you're with. They really push me, you know? Yeah. 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 Amazing. Thank you, Gina. Yeah, you're thank the you best. for having me. That was so fun. Bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.